Hi everyone, and welcome to episode two of It's Cool with Jasmine Cool. On today's episode, we're gonna take a little bit of a dive into my um, astrology chart um, because I recently just found out entirely more than my sun sign, so I figured I'd read a little bit about all of the things with you guys because I have never been super into astrology and some of it I find to be like really weirdly scarily accurate and other 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 stuff um I don't necessarily agree with and then we'll see where we go from there um to start off my son is in Libra which I did know I've known that for a while um and this website says the sun chart shows our character, personal, personal identity, and ego. And it says that um, we are thought to be sociable, somewhat intellectual souls who have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable, generally quite eager to cooperate, labor and spend a lot of time trying not to rock the boat, which is something I kind of relate to. I'm very much a mediator in a lot of things, and I have been my whole life between my friend group that I had in middle school that actually caused me a lot of problems, and then between my family, because I'm a family with, like, a lot of very opinionated people. I have three siblings. We're all very smart, and naturally, we fight pretty much constantly actually not so much anymore but we used to fight literally all the time this part is actually really weird and oddly specific it says libra is associated with copper pastel colors opals emeralds pink quartz both silver and gold jewelry the number six and fridays and i i really strongly relate to some of this i love pastel colors those are like some of my favorite colors. Opals and pink quartz are some of my favorite like jewels and crystals. I've never been able to pick between silver and gold jewelry. It's always been a problem. Um, and I, I, I like copper. I don't feel very strongly towards that. Um, Friday is not my favorite day. My favorite day is actually Thursday. Um, which I associate with the number six. You know, six is Thursday. My ascendant or rising sign is Pisces, and this says that it's that the ascendant defines the first impression we make on others in a personal rather than professional sense. Go with the flow seems to be a Pisces rising motto. I, um have really bad anxiety so I would really rather not not do that I think in the sense that this means I'm pretty adaptable I guess like if something is happening I probably won't show outwardly that I'm having a breakdown and I'll try and fix it I'm very much like I'll just fix it (laughs) we'll make it work okay (laughs) whatever This does say we can have a chameleon-like persona. 
which makes a lot of sense to me. I kind of talked about it in episode one, how I made myself into like a completely different person my entire life in middle school. And I still did that in high school. I still do it all the time because I'm so afraid that, that I'll, I'll just make myself whoever I need to be. <laughs> this next part I think is funny because it says you might walk around with your head in the clouds. And even when others do have your attention, your dreaminess is almost always apparent. I like to call this disassociating but I guess it could be considered uh, dreaminess or whatever. Um, it also says that I tend to seek out or attract a stable partnership, which I think is going to become a theme. My moon is also in Libra, and it says that the moon in the signs reveals much about our habits, reactions, and instincts. It says moon and Libra people often have a strong need for partnership. What do we, what do we, what would we have thought? Um, without someone to share their lives with, they may feel utterly incomplete. Um, I kind of get this. I've always daydreamed and that's something I've always wanted. Even I've never had it before, but I cannot do anything by myself. That is for sure. And then it says more stuff about me always seeking balance and trying to find harmony and um, not being very aggressive, apparently. Um, so those are those are the big three, I guess, that are like the important, important ones. Um, but there's some other interesting things. But I think basically what I got out of this is that. I think I may, I think it just is telling me that I'm a little simp bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always seeking harmony. I need partnership. <laughs> and I will do what I have to, to find harmony and balance. So, yeah. <laughs> I've always found it kind of weird how some of this stuff is like so scarily accurate. And then other times... Some of it just feels like not correct because I feel like Libras are always talked about as like being social butterflies and like being super outgoing and I, especially in situations with like peers, cannot hold a conversation. I'm so terrified. Um, I like, and I'm supposed to be a social butterfly. It feels like I'm not really like a Libra because that's like the big thing but I guess this thing that I found at least makes it seem a little bit more about just seeking balance because in my middle school friend group this is extremely obvious because as soon as I left that friend group fell apart it like broke into a bunch of different ones um and in the one big fallout our group had I was, like, not actually involved. I was, like, the mediator of, like, the whole thing of, like, fixing the issues. And we even, like, we had people, like, go around and try and, like, say what problems they were having and, like, who with. And nobody had anything to say about me, really. It was, like, 
half of the group versus the other half and then there was me and this other girl just kind of like there because <laughs> we were the ones that like nobody had a problem with us because she was super shy and I never did anything so <laughs> I really don't know how I didn't see that those people were not actually my friends you know I think at one point maybe maybe they had convinced themselves too that they were my friends but then like as soon as summer hit after eighth grade when I was going to be transferring they like completely cut me off entirely just we had this group chat and it's like they stopped using it like immediately when school ended it's like they dropped off the face of the earth which was not fun but you know it's whatever, and we make do. I survived. <laughs> I ended up with some better friends eventually through band camp and musical camp and stuff that I was much more interested <laughs> in anyways. I feel like I should clarify. I was popular in middle school, which is really weird to me because I, like, my my middle school literally had, like, 70 kids maybe and the high school had like 80 and that like my class was the biggest class in that school for like the longest time and we had like 40 kids and then it like eventually dropped I think by the time I left that school there was like 35 maybe less but I was popular I played the big three sports I played volleyball, basketball, and uh, softball, I was in that crowd, and I think eventually, I just, <laughs> I said this in the first episode, I was never bad enough at the sports to actually quit the teams, and because I never actually quit, and I was just dedicated enough, I eventually forced myself into that friend group, I eventually pushed my way in there, it took a while, and I don't know if you have to force your way into a friend group, you should not be in that friend group. Um, just a fair warning. Le uh, give up. Don't try that. There are other people out there. And a lot of me wishes that I could have been brave enough to be in a different friend group at that point in my life. Because it it did not end well for me. So don't don't do that to yourself. Um, yeah, I guess I can actually get into that whole thing, how that did not end well. So not only did they completely stop talking to me, I mean, a couple of them like vaguely kept in contact. On my birthday of freshman year, I was still in our big class group chat. And, um, they were talking about homecoming because my birthday is like late September. So it tends to fall with like their homecoming and they were in the group chat. They were talking about like float building and stuff like that. And I hadn't even said anything. I think I was like barely even looking at the chat. And then all of a sudden this one kid, we're going to call him Joe. Joe starts talking about how 
it's so like why am I even in the group chat anymore that's like so weird like why am I even in there you I should leave like what are you doing in here and he's like so butthurt about it backstory my I have like history with this kid um we had a whole rivalry since like elementary school it started with like who was taller because we were always around the same height because like you know girls like start taller than the boys and then like you know whatever so it was always like who was taller and then in like second or third grade we had this like writing contest that he got first in and I got second so there was that whole thing and I was so mad because he got to go read his story in front of like at this fancy dinner and I just got a ribbon I just got a fucking ribbon and I worked so hard on that story and mine had like a message and everything it was about being kind so anyways yeah that kid was a brat and then there was a brief period in like seventh grade when I think we liked each other well I liked him and then we were I thought he liked me back but then um he just blocked me all of the sudden and then started being like really mean to me and then started dating this other girl who had went to our school and then transferred out but then he started being like kind of mean to me um but then so that's like my history with this kid so then back to my birthday I'm at (laughs) dinner pizza trivia with my family and my dad and my teachers because my dad is the teacher at my school and we do like pizza night trivia every Thursday when it's like in like the college season or whatever and so I'm there like at trivia so I can only have my phone out like between rounds of trivia so I'm like seeing all of this kind of late and the people I would have expected to stick up for me said like pretty much nothing like one of the people who claimed to be my best friends said anything even though this kid was like being super dramatic a couple of people who I did not expect to stick up for me at all stuck up for me one of them was like ran in the same circles as Joe um and the other one was kind of on the other side kind of like almost one of the like the weird kids you would say I don't like that term but that's like how you view them in small towns and that's not it's really toxic and the entire like town small town mentality is terrible but um he stuck up for me and then one of the other popular boys stuck up for me and then one of the people who used to be my best friends was just kind of like dude you're being ridiculous but that was it like none of my other nobody else is sticking up to him and it's not like anybody even likes this kid no it's not like he was like so popular and like so good at sport like everybody kind of had that attitude of like he's being dumb right And that's kind of the vibe I was getting that that's what everybody thought. So I was just kind of ignoring it. I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) Like I still went there for like most of my life, whatever. And then I got a message 
from one of the people who is supposed to be my best friend. We'll call her Lee. Um, and Lee had basically said, I got a separate message from her that said, I think it is pretty weird that you're in the group chat. I think you should leave. And so Lee was not really one of the people that was like super outgoing or opinionated all the time. So I thought, oh, okay, she must have talked to people and this is actually what's going on where this is kind of more what people think and so maybe I should. So I did. I left the group chat. And then I found out the next day that she did not discuss that with anybody else. Um, And it just felt like a stab in the back. Like, okay, that was not fun. Why did you do that? That was, that was really mean. Um, But yeah. And then, although I'm kind of glad that I got over those friendships pretty early because turns out none of them are very good people anyways. So saved myself kind of a lot of trouble. I don't want to know who I would be if they were still my friends today because it probably wouldn't be good. Um, so yeah, if your friends suck, ditch them (laughs) or let them ditch you. It hurts, but it's fine. Uh, probably why I can't hold a conversation with my peers, but, um, there's so many things that happened to me while we were friends that I didn't even realize. Like, I always felt that everything I was interested in was, like, embarrassing. Like, I was a singer, so I would, like, sing a lot. And they would always tell me to shut up or to stop. And I was really into musicals, and they thought that that was so dumb. I remember specifically when I was into Hamilton, I tried to get them to just, like, listen to one song and they wouldn't they would not listen to one song um and it made me like so and I I would play it off like I was fine and like I would get like angry or like not angry but I would be like play angry and like or just like get annoying about it where I would like keep doing it but really I was upset but I was like hiding my emotions even from myself because I didn't want to accept that that's what was happening was that they were just invalidating everything I was interested in that wasn't sports or something that they also thought was cool. Another mean thing that happened to me this week that was really annoying, I got an email from my college 10 days before I'm supposed to move in. I move in like in a week and I got an email 10 days before that day saying that because I got too many outside scholarships, I no longer qualified for any subsidized federal loans. So I either had to pay $2,000 more out of pocket (laughs) or take them as unsubsidized loans. And I'm going to nerd out for a little bit because this is kind of an important detail. The difference between subsidized and unsubsidized loans. You need to know this. Subsidized loans, subsidized federal like student loans, 
don't accrue interest while you're in school. So like they don't have like any of the extra added on while you're in school, which is important because I'm going to be in school for a long time. Like the minimum for the degree program that I'm in right now is five years because it's a double degree program. Unsubsidized loans start adding interest like immediately. So you really want to take as few unsubsidized loans as possible. You don't want to take a lot of them. And my plan, I I had already accepted all of the loans that I had qualified for for this year. Um, And so my plan, because I had been working at this job and I was making quite a bit of money, I was like, okay, next year, maybe I won't have to take as much. I'll try and get more scholarships and I won't have to take as many loans. And now (laughs) I'm going to have to pay $2,000 more out of pocket because I'm not taking... $2,000 more in unsubsidized loans, okay? No, thank you. So I guess in the long run, this may be better off for me, I suppose, because I will have less loans (laughs) and I had, like, it's possible for me to pay this extra $2,000. But it's just annoying because why the fuck would they do that? And it's not my college's fault. It's our government and our education system in, on the federal level relating to financial aid and support. Because why, why does my ability to apply and work hard for extra outside scholarships now get rid of the financial aid that I had? Like, I was... That was part of my plan when I was planning the next five years of my financial future. It's ridiculous. So it's it's like in this country, if you think you can afford your education without going into massive debt, it's like they make it so you it's impossible. Like if you think, yes, I figured it out, I worked hard, and I did this, then they're like, no, actually, <laughs> you didn't. Sorry. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And I was so mad, and I I didn't want to get upset with the person who sent me that email from my college because it's not their fault. But they also spelled my name wrong in the email. And they addressed me by just my first name. And then they spelled it wrong. <laughs> Because my name is Jasmine, J-A-Z-M-I-N-E. I get J-A-S all the time, whatever. I'm fine with that. I mean, I wouldn't be fine if they did that in this email, but they didn't even misspell it like that. They spelled it J-A-Z-M-I-N. Just no E. <laughs> so not only did they only address me by my first name, which I think is honestly a little disrespectful for somebody emailing about like super important financial aid information they also misspelled my name (laughs) which if you're telling somebody that they just lost their qualification for all of their subsidized loans you should proofread your goddamn email because there was other grammar errors in this email and I did not want to get mad at this person but I'm like if this is your job you need to be paying more attention because it just felt so 
it was it was like rubbing salt in the wound because you're taking a lot of money from me and then you misspell my name and I can tell that you did not proofread this email. It was very, very upsetting. Um, but I think I figured it out. I think I'm going to be okay. It's just a little, you know, bump in the road per se that we're, we're going to get over and it's going to be fine. I had a really weird, um, almost mental confrontation with my issues with physical affection um, this week as well. A couple days ago, I met my best friend's boyfriend for the first time in person because me and my best friend live in different towns and I work all the time. So we haven't been able to see each other a lot this summer and her boyfriend lives like an hour away from me. I think it's it's about the same from her so I met him in person for the first time I'd like talked to him online a little bit gave him the shovel talk which why does nobody know what that is I had to explain to my entire family what that was and my friend nobody knew what the shovel talk was I'm like are what I'm not hallucinating, am I, that this is a thing? And I know I'm not because I saw something about it on social media, like the like just yesterday. I was like, I knew this was a thing. I had to explain it to my, my dad didn't know what it was. My mom didn't know. My sister didn't know. The friend who's dating this guy didn't know. I'm like, it's the shovel talk. You hurt her, I hurt you. And then my sister asked why it was called the shovel talk. And I'm like, uh, because the whole thing is like, you know, the hurt you is like threatening to like unalive them. And you, you bury people, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, how, how do you guys not know what this is? It was just so weird to me. But anyways, I met him in person for the first time. He's very sweet literally a golden retriever which is really funny because my my best friend is bi he is also bi which makes it even better um but he's very sweet but we so basically we met at my friend's work she works at this little coffee coffee not a coffee shop what am I thinking a candy shop in the town where she lives (laughs) and um so we walk in there, we visit her, and, like, I give her a really long hug, because that's how we greet each other, um, she's actually, like, the first friend I've ever had, like, an actual, like, physical touch relationship with, which feels so strange to me, but, like, that's just how it was, probably explains why everybody in the town thought we were dating, when we weren't literally everybody except me and this girl thought we were dating like even my my sister who's also friends with this girl my older brother who lives in Chicago my parents (laughs) the whole town apparently we found out thought we were dating and we weren't um which was really funny to us anyways (laughs) um but so I gave her a hug and I was with my sister and so my sister gave her a hug 
And then he was sitting there kind of in the background and was just like, do I get a hug or what? And I was like, sure, because I'm not going to deny myself a hug because I know I need hugs. I did not get enough of them as a child. But, um, you know, I was like, whatever, um, because <laughs> I, I just I need hugs. But I don't ask for them because I, I've always struggled, especially with like friendships or like whatever of like what amount of like touching is like correct. I've never quite understood that. It's always been so strange to me. I've never quite understood because I've like vaguely heard of friendships that are like super close and like physical, but I've never had one like that. I don't know if it's my town. I don't know if it's specifically something in the way I was raised or like what, <laughs> but it just didn't really click. And I'm, I'm not a hugger because of that. But when I meet people who are, I'm like, oh, okay. And it was a really nice hug. He's also like really tall. Ugh, he's sweet. He's good for her. I hope. I really hope. Otherwise, I'm not afraid to kick his ass. But um it was really it was it was really weird because you know, it just made me realize how much I really need hugs. <laughs> but it's so weird because I have three siblings and we're all close not physically. Like, it would almost, it's weirder to hug my siblings than it is to hug my friend, which is weird. <laughs> like, it just feels so much stranger. Like, thinking about, like, if I just happened to, like, say goodbye to my brothers and give them a hug, like, like, what? They'd probably be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Um, but we're also, all of us are extremely emotionally unavailable, even to each other. We will talk all the time about things. We all know a lot of things about each other. They were like the first people, well, actually they weren't the first people <laughs> that I came out to, but like they figured it out because they know me. They, I think they maybe figured it out, um, quite a like about probably the same time I came out to the first person I came out to um but yeah it's just been it, it's my my relationship with them is very strange because we're all really close but we're not at the same time but we are I don't know it's strange that's having siblings for you. Um, yeah, I have a lot more sibling stories that I could talk about eventually, someday. Um, but there's just so many and there's so many different things that we've all been through that I don't, I'm not quite ready to get into yet because it's kind of, I don't know. Anyways, um... But I think we're going to go into my favorite song right now. I have 
one kind of really obscure one and one that's like not obscure at all so the one that's not really obscure at all is um don't shut me down from abba's album voyage their new album this is not my first listen i've known it for a while but this is kind of like my rediscovery of the album i guess um like my music goes through cycles so this is like my second cycle of the album really being my favorite just love jamming to that there's i could nerd about ava for so long like so long um but then the obscure one is a choir piece um this particular version that i've been really liking is by a south african choir because it's like it's an african song it's in an african language i don't know which one specifically but it's mangi sondele Yam. And um, it's by the University of Pretoria Camerata. I think that's like their choir. Please excuse my accent on that. That was probably extremely incorrect. But it's from their album Phoenix. And um, the first like minute and 50 seconds is like them making like jungle sounds. And I was super confused at first when I listened because I was like, what is going on? This is not what I thought it was. But then the song started, and I just love the song so much. It makes me so happy. I think you'll probably catch a theme with these that um, I like music that makes me feel happy when I'm sad. I'm not, I'm not a sad girl. Sad girl songs, not for me. I like to pretend everything is fine or just listen to stuff that makes me happy when I'm not. So those are my favorite songs right now. Hope everybody has a great day. And uh, hopefully I will not see you, but hopefully you will join me next time.